上热。Welcome back to Toy Story Minute, the fan podcast where we overanalyze the movie Toy Story. Uh, one, ga- uh, Gary, Gary, uh, I'm going to stop you right there. Uh, that was a good read. Um, we love your enthusiasm, but we're going to stick you on the guest spot, actually. Yeah. But, but guys, oh, I, I love this movie We've so already much. done over a quarter of the movie with Jeb and I, so... And I appreciate a, you guys, like, holding the fort should... down for me, but, like, Can you I really edgy? think... Yeah, we need an edgier, like, a Black Friday type yeah. read for that, I think. Welcome yeah. back uh... to Toy Story Minute. The fan the podcast. podcast. It's a Harry Potter movie. See now I'm screwing <laughs> up. I'm so used Welcome to like to my show. Minute. I can't. I can't. <gasps> Welcome back to the Toy Story Minute. <gasps> that is Toy Story analyze a minute at a time with Toy Story people. Toy Story's name. My name is John. My name is Jeb. And Gary. I'm Gary. Tried to kill us. I'm yeah. taking over. You murderer. It's my Just show now. Like Woody. Me and yes, George are going to run this, this place. This no, mi- <laughs> no. I saw that. Yeah, there you go. This minute is the basically a huge, it's a huge Indiana Jones, Rube Goldberg. Oh, it's so uh, great. Buzz, My first buzz note out the window. is mm-hmm. the Rube Goldberg machine of death. Yep. 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 It's a real beginning of Back to the Future, beginning of Pee-wee's Big Adventure, beginning of... <gasps> yeah. Uh, I just Pee-wee's Big Adventure the other day. Oh, man, it's such a good movie. It is. The stars at night are okay. big and bright. Here in, in the, the heart of Texas. Texas. Or tequila. I cannot listen yes. to tequila without doing the... Dun, dun. <laughs> Have you seen the movie, Bam Bam? My brother, my brother, me, the, the tequila dance? I think so. I think so, actually. Uh, we're watching the YouTube video right after we finish recording this because it's amazing. <laughs> we can't refer to it too much because it's dirty. Anyway. What? Anyway. There are dirty podcasts. There are dirty podcasts, but we're not one of them Good. because this we're is a kid's families. Show. All your brothers, sisters, and me. Anyway, big Indiana Jones. All the pushpins, they make the arrow noise. The mm-hmm. globe makes the boulder noise, like from Raiders. That's mm-hmm. the whole thing. Lucasfilm basically birthed Pixar mm-hmm. out of its head like a Zeus. And I already made that reference in this yeah, podcast. Yep. Oopsies. Okay, the globe. Let me talk about the globe real quick, because it bugs me that it doesn't have any holy things and it's a perfect sphere. Right. There's no hold. It's just, is it just held in by the casing around it? Can you just pop it out so easily? That's weird, right? Yeah, it is weird. And it wouldn't hurt Buzz, right? No. That, I looked up what globes are made of. I mean, my Google history, whenever I'm doing research for these minutes, is always crazy, but mm-hmm. I looked at what globes are made of, and it's either plastic or it's hollow cardboard. Oh. Yeah, so I don't think it would hurt. Buzz has to weigh more than it. Yeah. Also, when Buzz slips on the pencils, the globe doesn't, it, like, they must have disappeared because the globe isn't slowed by them at all. Right. Nope. Which it would completely stop, right? Mm-hmm. One would think. But, I mean, I guess the threat is more in Buzz's head, just like how everything is in Buzz's head. Right. Buzz is it, crazy. Like, he might think that's a huge space rock. I mean, it's making a noise that is like the bowl there. Mm-hmm. He's gonna get the run bounder. over by a planet. Oh no. Oh. He'll die like... What strange planet is this? It's not like Morph. It's some sort of... Yeah, Arth. It's <laughs> nice. strange terrain. Boom. Nice got it. Yep. Perfect. And then the, the Luxo lamp, which we've talked about, mm-hmm. swings around. Almost right. Time. And then we have... This is real exciting. This minute is packed full of peanuts. Packed full of references. It is... The Wilhelm scream. The Wilhelm scream. You know, yeah, I've you know done so many 
guest spots on minute shows and we've done a couple minute shows and like i've never gotten a chance to talk about the wilhelm scream yet so i am I'm excited for you and for me honestly <laughs> i love it yeah <laughs> it's, it's hard to do it's really hard to do it's so oh, hard man. to do i'm sure they've already recorded it but goofy movie minute i want to oh. i would love to be on on the open road because my favorite song from the movie maybe my favorite song it's really good but it has the little home screen at the end of it mm-hmm. nice. which is that's another iconic scream too is the goofy scream mm-hmm. and yep. while googling and wikipedia ing and, and stuff screams i also got the uh the halloween scream that's the oh yeah yeah which to me i always think oh tie fighters yeah let's say it sounds like a tie Tie fighters are just the howie scream it's really weird i don't even think that got brought up on star wars minute that there maybe it has there's a lot of episodes it is there's so much now they've they're done five seasons and they've done both ewoks movies Good. They did. They did talk about the Ewok movies, and they talked about the holiday special. Do you think now that they're between Clone Wars and Sith that they're going to do the Clone Wars movie that I've never seen? I don't think they're going to do it. You haven't seen the not like minute by minute, just like I don't know. I don't. I don't. I don't know if they're going to talk about it. I've seen the show some. I haven't seen the Clone Wars movie. Oh no, the the Clone Wars. The Clone Wars movie is literally like the first couple of episodes of the Clone Wars TV show. Do they do the Dragon Ball Super thing where they just basically make the first few episodes of the yeah, movie? Yeah, yeah. So so if you oh. watch the show chronologically, I think the movie would come like third or fourth, but it's the introduction of Ahsoka Tano, basically. And everyone looks weird in the weird renditions of the kind of origami It's a little... Yeah. You know, I, it which, ruined me. I really loved welcome, that show. George Lucas, because without Toy Story, we wouldn't have computer animated no. films. Boom. Gotcha. There we go. Wilhelm Screaming Movies... That's one of them. Yeah. It's also known as Man Getting Eaten by Alligators. Oh. Because... Also is that, that the original? Uh, it was... Yes. In 1951, the movie Distant Drums had a guy getting eaten by alligators. Okay. And he was... And he made that scream. And then it was used later in a movie in a western where a guy gets shot in the leg and his name is Wilhelm. And so he does the scream as well. Oh, and that's where it got that name. Interesting. But it's not the original. And then Ben Burt, the Star Wars soundy man, mm-hmm. uh, repopularized <laughs> it and put it in all the Star Wars soundy and all man. the Indiana Joneses and everything. And so it kind of became an in-joke for sound editors. And I did some digging and I might have found who actually did the screen. Oh. And it is actually someone that we might know somewhat about. You won't know my name. It's likely Sheb Wooly. Not Jeb. Oh, Sorry, Ghibli. Aww. It's not you. Aww. Sorry, Jebsworth. I, I realize I haven't been using enough nicknames for you. <laughs> Jebsworth yes, is I'm awesome. actively trying. You're making an effort now. All right, Studio Ghibli. Sheb Wooly was the guy who did the novelty song. The Purple One People Eater. Flying Purple yes! People. Yes! What? Yes! yes! Well, 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 flying Purple People Eater. Yeah. yeah. Do you yeah, remember yeah. the made-for-TV movie about the one I want Flying Purple yeah. People Eater? Yeah. Which... All, according to the song, the one I one horn flying purple people eats purple people. Yeah. It is not purple. It is not a purple. It is one eyed and one horned. Yeah. yeah. But, but it, it eats purple. It's a flying, does it fly? It's a flying eater of purple. Is it? Is it a flying eater of purple people? Or, or does it, it flying, eat flying purple people? Is it fly, does it eat flying purple people? Or is it one thing and it eats 
people who are purple, flying, one-horned, and have eyes. Like, they're eyed. I'm looking at the it's way it's written out. Eyed. And it says, Mr. Purple People Eater. So, I think I think he is the one-eyed, Please, Mr. One Purple horned, People Eater was my flying. father. Call me one-eyed, one-horned, <laughs> flying. And he eats purple people. It, that's just like the force field eating what? dog. Like, Wait, there are not do you guys enough... know what this song is about? No. A one-eyed, one-horned, flying purple It says, it tells how a strange creature described as a one-eyed, one-horned, flying purple people eater descends to I got earth that part. because it wants to be in a rock and roll band. What? He just wants Jabberwock to be in a band. Jabberwock. Oh, guys, yeah, I have the to. Shark no. in the band? Wait, says, the shark? Jab- Jabberjaw. Jabberjaw. I was about to say, the Jabberwock this is isn't entirely different. This is some Hanna-Barbera stuff. I said, Mr. Purple People Eater, what's your line? He said, eating purple people, and it sure is fine, but that's not the reason that I came to land. I want to get a job in a rock and roll band. So, are there more purple people out in outer space? Ah, gotta be. For him to eat? I think so. Gotta be. He came to Earth to be in a rock and roll band. That's incredible. I love and then we're it. like, uh, by the way, guy, uh, we don't have purple people. You can dye people purple, I guess. And then you can eat them? No, no. No, he could, I don't um, think even Is that what you're saying? No, that. is that what you're saying? Well, that's what his bandmates must tell him if they want him to stay on the Earth. What does he play? Is he a singer? Is he a, a guitarist? Well, I mean, if you listen to the song, his voice is pretty good. Is so. that his voice or is that uh, like one of the fellow band members' voice? Because I think they say, yeah, what's your jam? I want to be in a rock and roll band. So they're talking to him. Oh, yeah. This is the Flying Purple People Eater Minute. Clearly. Flying Purple I People Eater Minute. Said that. that makes me think that they should make a movie out of the song Eeny Weeny Teensy Weeny Yellow Polka Dot Bikini. Yeah. Because it's. I figured. I feel like they're the same song. The one eyed one horned Flying Purple People Eater wearing an itsy bitsy teeny weeny yellow polka dot bikini. Is the bikini yellow with polka dots or are the polka dots yellow? Um. Uh, this is a conundrum. You know, the song was released in 1958, but the movie was 30 years later. Judy Garland also recorded a version of the song in 58. Oh, no way. Yeah. What? Yeah, now? What? Uh, what? And Jimmy Buffett. <gasps> yes! Of course he for, did! For Contact. Oh, he did it for Contact. I remember that. Oh, that's so funny. You know, this is weird. I always confuse Jimmy Buffett with... Warren Buffett. No, no, <laughs> yes. Yes. No, with Wabuffet, the Pokemon. No, with Old Country Buffett, the place where you go to get diarrhea no <laughs> the tom jones for some reason why do i do huh. that is it because novelty songs probably you know what no, it's but just margaritaville yeah it's margaritaville just, burger in paradise and fins looking for its lost shaker of salt fins mm-hmm. to the in paradise not <laughs> now I need to find that eeny weeny yellow polka dot bikini and figure out because that that's like a Eeny-meeny. that's a ding dong song right that's a it was a that's a itty bitty teeny it's about a little is it a, a little girl or does he just call her a little girl because the fifties were all about oh it's the sixties yeah tell the story of the shy girl wearing a revealing polka dot bikini but or the polka dots yellow I don't know or is I I always assumed that the bikini was yellow and it had right with polka dots yeah. She doesn't want to go out in the bikini, and she's turning blue. It was in yogurt commercials. It was a picture of it. I remember it. I remember the yogurt. Mm, That's just a cover of it, though. That's a cover by Bombalurina with Tim Allen from the album "Huggin' and a Kissin," which is also a stolen thing. Hmm. Complicate controversy. Speaking of covers, though, Devo did a cover of "Yellow Pokemon." Really, (gasps) Kermit the Frog and Miss Piggy cover. Oh, that's the other thing that would be a good minute is a Muppets minute. There's been discussion. I hope it happens. 
I really want a guest on, especially like Muppet Treasure Island, Muppet's Christmas Carol. Yes. Grouchland. Yes. What? Oscar and Grouchland. Oscar and Grouchland. Follow that. Bur- That's just sad. That's a sad one, right? A Bulgarian version called a tulip-themed bathing suit is oh. sung by the children group Sparrows. Kid-friendly comic lyrics. I want to hear this. Gummy Bear the Gummy Bear recorded an English, oh. Spanish, and French version. There was briefly going to be, you know, because that Gummy Bear that does the annoying songs yeah. that was on YouTube yeah, for yeah, a while, yeah. that's what... There was going to be an American movie version of it starring John Travolta and his family. What? Are you ki- Are you... Oh my god, no. Why? Yeah. Why? Yeah. I'm so glad that didn't happen. It's, yeah, it was set to go for a long while. That's so But I think weird. it was because... Uh, I think actually Going Clear might have stopped it because it was Scientology because they're all Scientologists because John Travolta's gay. Anyway, John Travolta, if you're listening, just come out, man. It's okay. Leave Scientology. They'll probably murder you, but it's okay. You'll be so... Fame, people will love you a lot. People will like you again, yeah. okay, dude? Yeah, it'll be another Pulp Fiction thing, or Grease thing, or... Hairspray. Or Gummy Bear the Moon. Hairspray, <laughs> there you go. Hairspray. With Divine, who was the original person who played Edna Turnblad, who, she was the drag queen who inspired Ursula. <gasps> yes! Mm-hmm. Yes! Yeah. I love it. That's, Bringing it that's around. Ursula, Ursula's weird because she's queer-coded female Disney villain character because mm-hmm. they queer code yeah. a lot of their villains but she's queer coded as a drag queen not as a gay female it's very strange anyway we've got anywho huge we have a minute of Toy Story to talk about don't we there are 363 movies on IMDb that list the one on screen wow that's all I gotta say that's a lot that, and they're none of the that's not all I have movies. to say nope. no that, sad. that's kind of a shame isn't it Sad. Isn't it? It bums me out. Yeah. Where would you put it in, let's just say Sorcerer's Stone? Uh, Maybe um, Quirrell, after he says the troll mm. in the dungeon and he falls down. Mm-hmm. Now, or, I was or, thinking no, when, when Neville uh, falls when off his When blows broom. up the thing. When Seamus blows up the yes! thing. Yes! Yes, that'd be when great. When Seamus blows up the thing. No, you would have to use it twice then. You, you use it when he blows up his drink and then use it when he blows up his feather. Wait, he blows up his drink? Yeah. When, uh, oh, turn yeah. this liquor uh, into water. I have rabbit water. heart string yeah. home. Turn this water turn into this rum. Into the, and he's so yeah. Irish. You know, reading those books like before the movie came out, because I wasn't very familiar with Irish culture, I thought his name was Seamus. I did too. Until <laughs> the movies and then it was like How Seamus. How do you pronounce Hermione? Seamus Finnegan. Back in the day. You know, I think it was like Hermione. I I was Hermione all the way. I I think I said it as Hermione. I think I said Hermione too, and it really took me a while. I I I think I just spelled it out as Hermione. Hermione. That's what it was. Hermione. Hermione. Mm -hmm. Hermione. That's a. Do you guys ask people? I'm ashamed that I haven't listened to Harry Potter in a minute yet. I'm getting right (gasps) on that. I I promise. But do you guys ask people that kind of thing? No, that's actually not something that's come up a lot, really. Do it. Lessons for um, Chamber of Secrets. They don't do it in the movie. I remember Victor Crumb. She sits down in the book with Victor Crumb and is like, it's Hermione. Yeah, because he calls her uh, Hermione or something. Hermione. Hermione, yes. Yeah. Hermione. Uh, which I think is silly, smart. and I'm, I'm sure yeah. we'll talk about it, Poor but I don't know. I, I, I think Bill that... Jack. I'm pretty sure J.K. Rowling put worst it adaptation rolling. It's J.K. Rowling, and I still mess it up. People have got. I say rolling all the time. It's rolling. Rowling. I still want to call her Joe all the I time. I do too. I just know. call. I've been just 
resorting to calling her Joe, and we call Dumbledore Dumbles, and Voldemort's Voldy, and we've just, like, devolved everybody. Mm-hmm. Dumbles is um, you. I love Dumbles. Dumbles and Voldy are my favorites. <laughs> Snape is snivelly. I think that she only put, I think Snape. Joe puts it in, in book four because so many people were asking her, like, how do you pronounce this name? But that's silly because that's at that really point, blowing up too. at that point, the first movie was already out, so people had heard mm-hmm. how to pronounce her name. We're really digressing into the Harry Potter Minute thing, and yes. I apologize because people have listened Don't to apologize. it already. This is my but, okay. show. I'm taking over. Have you ever heard of slash watch Wizard People Dear Reader? What? What? Wizard People Dear Reader is a thing where this guy does basically an alternate track for Harry Potter and the Sorcerer's Stone that he narrates. You can find it on YouTube. Okay. And it is hilarious. And he renames basically every character. Harry is the most powerful character in the world. He's often drunk before noon. He's joined by Ronnie the Bear. And there's Snake, who is a lovely woman, and not the one who is challenging them. And uh, I think McGonagall's a cat lady. He says as her name. Hagar the horrible is there. Yes, uh, yes. There's a lot of. There's a lot of. Uh, we'll have to do this uh, during our. Well, he doesn't call them f bombs because but. it's about Sorcerer's Stone. This is. Thank you yep. for pointing me at this. It's all Sorcerer's Stone, and it's amazing. That's awesome. And you need to Jeb. You also need to watch yeah, Wizard People Dear Reader. We've been, um, Go on YouTube and just binge it. We've been it's talking so about the Potter Puppet Pals, and I think by the time uh, by the time this goes up, I think on our weekend edition we'll have talked about the musical, you know the Very Potter musical. Oh my god, yes! Yeah, which I'm really stoked for. That's like Patreon please. exclusive, but if anyone wants to hear that, they should go over to Patreon slash HP Minute, because we're doing that. After Buzz falls out, though. He doesn't bounce into Sid's yard. That would be ridiculous. We've already mm-hmm. discussed how far oh, away yeah. it is. It's too yep. far. But Woody could easily help himself out, even, by saying, no, he just fell in that bush. Yeah. Right. But he backs away like a coward. Yeah. This is Woody's lowest moment. Yeah. Or lowest moral moment. Guys, yeah. I don't, like, I don't, like, I don't yeah. like Woody that much. In I had movie, the Buzz Lightyear, yeah. and my sister had the Woody doll, and I was like, I mm. clearly have the Toy Story toy. 2 is why I like Woody. That's right. why yeah. Toy Story 2 is the best, because it doesn't have jerk Woody. Right. Yeah. He's a good guy. Mm-hmm. Also, we discussed in like the very first week, Jeb, that that goes by when the first toy sequence, uh-huh. and it is confirmed now that it's RC, because he does that when yeah. he's trying to whir and buzz, which... Okay, Mr. Potato Head saw all this. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that's why he's saying, you know, Humpty Dumpty was pushed. Can he understand R.C.? I think Rex he's projecting. cannot. But if he can Rex understand R.C., why Woody, is he the only one who can? Sure. Right. Can anyone do it? Cause no, because no, like, because Rex like, is like, what is it, boy? Well, Rex isn't the smartest. Well, true. Rex is dumb. That's right? fair. Dinosaur. <laughs> that's fair. Everyone acts surprised when Mr. Potato Head says, when he translates. I don't mm-hmm. think he's mm-hmm. actually he translating. I think he's just projecting his own thoughts onto what R.C. is buzzing about. Buzzing yep. about. Like, <laughs> yup. Boom. Nailed it. Yeah. Got it in one. Boom. Boom. <laughs> that's, a, that's a spicy meatball. <laughs> oh my god. Boom. Boom. Balls. You go. Didn't you say you had a lot to discuss on uh, oh, I, uh, Mr. Tato yes. Toast? Okay, 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 yes. okay. So you mentioned yesterday, you started to bring yeah. it up, that, that he's kind of a tertiary villain. And I think it's interesting. What they did is the first opening shot where we see Mr. Potato Head, he literally is the villain in Andy's like yeah. thing. And so what it does is it makes us think, the viewer, Potato Head is a bad guy. But Mr. Potato Head Uh is right here. 
he's totally right. Yeah. Yep. Woody tried to well, murder no, Buzz. because Woody didn't do it on purpose. Woody was... He tried to knock him he was, off, oh, but he didn't try well, to knock I, him the out fa- the window. Whether, regardless of the fact that whether he was supposed to fall behind the dresser or fall out the window, Woody was still trying to push Buzz out the picture. Basically. Sabotage him. Oh, yeah. You know it's involuntary manslaughter is what it, it is. It is. It is. Which you still get in trouble for, which uh, is still bad. It's like if you were driving drunk and you hit someone, you would still be mad at the person for driving drunk. Yeah. Yeah. So mm-hmm. what the movie has done is the movie has tried to portray Woody as the hero of the story, even though the last couple weeks he's been kind of a jerk. Right. And it's because we started with one-eyed Bart instead of Mr. Potato Head, when he's confronting Woody, we're going to side with Woody, even though Potato Head is for the most part, right about his assessment. Yeah. It's really interesting. And because Woody's the point of view character, I mean, yeah. this is a thing where even if a villain is the, even if it's a villain protagonist, you tend to kind of, you give them a little more leeway. Exactly. I mean, mm-hmm. You know, until people, I started... Dude bros still love Fight Club. Yeah. And Fight Club is about uh, kind of the villain mm-hmm. idolizing the villain. Yeah. Yeah. Death Note. Yes! about a villain yes! that everyone loves. Oh, God, for some I love... reason, even though he's a genocidal murderer. Death Note's great, but L. L is the superior it, character. L is the anti-hero, as opposed to the straight villain that we have. He's the Sherlock Holmes of the franchise. I mean, everyone is Sherlock Holmes in that franchise. That's true. Is the, kind that of is the true. That's the goal there. I'm really nervous about the live-action version. Ooh, here. let's not talk no, about No, let's go away from that. That's lights. not. That has nothing to do with this show. Here's the thing. If they were going to make light <laughs> a white guy... They should have made him Zac Efron. They asked Zac Efron to do it, and then right. he said no because it should be a Japanese guy. Uh, oh my and god! That I, makes now, me respect Zac Efron so much. Suddenly, I have much. such mm-hmm. respect for Zac Efron. They were gonna cast a white person anyway, but I'm sure Zefron would have gotten some of that ScarJo <laughs> heat. Yeah, he would have gotten that ScarJo heat for playing, or that uh, what's your name, Emma Stone, yeah. heat for trying to play. You know, God, I but, love wait, Emma Stone oh, in what? Emma Stone in uh, Aloha. Yeah. Ah. Where she plays a Hawaiian girl. Where she's yeah. definitely not Hawaiian. Even though I love her so much. She's like, very I, She was pale. the wrong person for she's that movie. very pale. And there's a thing... Okay, this is... I mean, we're getting... We're veering way off territory, but whatever. I don't have anything more to say about this minute. Anyway, as a Latino, I'm half Mexican. Uh-huh. And even in within my family, it ranges... Like, all my aunts and uncles are pretty noticeably... Like, you know, we have the standard Latino of the brownish skin Uh and the dark hair and, you know, sometimes curls, you know, short, that kind of thing. But, like, me and my cousins have varying levels. You can pretty much tell I'm Mexican, Mm -hmm. usually. Although I've been mistaken for everything under the sun. But my cousin, Leo, shout out, plug, (laughs) to Leo, she is a blonde Wow. Pretty pale skinned until she got married was last named Miller. Oh. Because it was her her aunt who was a Garcia. So there's a lot of leeway with some, but Yeah. So on on some levels you kind of play And you know what? Speaking of a uh, very Potter musical, Lauren Lopez, who plays Draco in that, is a Latina. I didn't but she I didn't know that. plays a white yeah. male character yeah, she does. and she <laughs> looks pretty white. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I had no idea. It's, it's funny because I sort of... I feel I... like we'll get a lot of this more in Toy Story 3 because we have Bonnie, who I'm still not sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Her, 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 yeah. I'm when I was in... Latino, um, yeah, I lived in Texas it. for a year when I was in high school, and I'm half Italian or something like that. Like, very... It's, like, pretty predominant. I got all the dark hair, dark eyes, swarthy Spice kind of jeans. The, the swarthiness. So, yeah, yeah. 
Yeah, exactly. And so when I was living in Texas and I was outside a lot and I was like really super tan, I had teachers who thought that I was Hispanic and I'm like, no, like I'm very white guys. Like, what are you talking about? <laughs> Remember how I said that I was uh, the cowardly lion my senior year of high school in the, in the musical? Oh. The other three years, I played Italians. Oh, okay. Like it was, I would play the one Italian in G- Guys and Dolls oh. or the one Italian in The Music Man. I only did one play in high school. We, it was just like a single scene. We did the Mad Tea Party. Mm. And I from, was uh, Alice in Wonderland from, from Wonderland. Yeah, and I was the dormouse. Nice, <laughs> which was fine because it meant that I got to like sleep on the table for most of the scene. Yeah, it was awesome. Good, <laughs> it was a I good like role where you can break the rules of theater. Because I mean, Cowardly Lion was that too, where you could not have to stand up straight and you could walk backwards on stage yeah. and walk behind people which you can you play around because you're sort of a little bit more of an unassuming character it's a character thing yeah uh-huh. yeah did you actually fall asleep no it? no i did <laughs> get very distracted bad. when that we were would be bad that would be bad but i only you Although know i think i think the only around. line i really had was a little speech about treacle pudding because that mm. play is weird wait is it treacle or is it treacle I always Speaking of Harry Potter pronunciations. Always thought it was treacle, but I guess we could ask Neil. He's actually British and would know. You know, I always mix that up with tinsel. <laughs> tinsel. <laughs> when I was a kid. Like That's Christmas a very. Drinks. I want some tinsel pudding. And I was yeah. like, why does Harry tinsel Potter pudding. love eating tinsel? <laughs> <laughs> what is treacle? Call so Right. Um. Yeah. It's like a type of. I think it's related. What is trigun? I think it's related to honey. (laughs) Interesting. Nice. It's oh no! It's the British term for molasses, according to Google. Oh, Oh. why don't they just say molasses like a real American would? Molasses. Yeah, at you Brits. Why are you making this complicated for us, guys? Brits, speak American. See the way you're acting like somebody. Sorry. Speak American (laughs) next time, you Brits. I think we've officially gone too much into tangents that we need to get to the next mischief <laughs> managed there oh, you go I get it hey, that's, that's your that's hey, your uh, hey. your podcast Boom. <laughs> speaking of we've talked about it a million times so I'm sure all the listeners already know that you're from Harry Potter Minute yeah guys and come right check out Harry Potter, Harry Potter Minute Harry Potter Minute is on duelinggenre.com along with that's you guys and Lord of the Check Rings and Back stuff. to the Future and Spider-Man and Ninja Turtles and Calling BS and Ferris Bueller and just like all the shows. There's so many shows on our network right and, now. It's uh, great. Geek by Night, Geek which by- is great. And I, I love, love Geek by Night. I can't wait till they start finally airing episodes for their like season finale right. because right. I miss it so much. Scott, if you're listening and you want a voice actor you know I don't know I don't know if Scott misspoke but on some other podcast he was on he said that the finale the Geek by Night finale was a 10 part finale holy cannoli I don't know I don't know if he misspoke well they're only in the first section season of it right yeah yeah they're wrapping up season one and they had a really amazing twist recently and it was awesome yeah oh my god no spoilers, but that's a really good... It's good because unlike things like Night Vale or something, where it's a really long, yeah. drawn-out story... Oh, but Night Vale's so good, guys. It's Don't real. Even. It's basically five episodes that are two parts. Yeah. Yeah, each. pretty much. So it's like ten episodes. No, I think, they're in, it's, I think it's they've done seven. Episode. I think they've done seven. You could be right. I you may be right. I may be crazy, but I might just something lunatic. I could be. Joel. I could be wrong too. I don't. It's been. I. 
Yes. I really yes, like I, guys. I really like Geek by Night. I know it's weird to like nerd out about something that's on our same network, but like if anyone's listening and hasn't heard Geek by Night, I highly recommend you guys check it out because it is an award-winning podcast now. Boom wow. awards! You know so, what? I have tried to get Forbes to give us an award for best Toy Story <gasps> podcast. You we know, are the most you know, highly decorated. Let me yeah, tell we have you, the most, most Vic- awards of all of them. Victoria and I got nominated for two Parsec awards for Harry Potter. So so the results haven't come out yet, but I've put in a submission for two different categories for Parsec Awards, which is awesome. Ooh, yeah, I didn't even know they cool. were a thing. So there's I that. Mean, I know that they have podcast awards, but I was like, oh, that's for Mark Maron and, you know, Dan yeah, Carlin. Yeah, and exactly. You know, and so when I got the email that was like, hey, you've been nominated. I was like, what? What? Who's listening to me that nominated the show? Like, that's interesting. Listeners, if you want to write Forbes and tell them to put us on their list, yeah, best Toy Story podcast. Our Facebook group, yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna review you guys on iTunes, and I'm gonna say this is the best Toy Story. People have reviewed us on iTunes so far, and then one of them is guys. I'm 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 gonna I'm gonna do it right now. All right. Well, until tomorrow, guys, folks, listeners. Everybody's you are my fire, my one desire. Jibbly just gave me the look. No, well, because I was in the middle of doing my. I'm sorry, you're a favorite something deputy. Deputy, yeah, yeah, friend and me. I got my word out. Oh my god, (gasps) there's a snake in my boot. Oh my god. (laughs)